everybody and welcome to the first episode of Hot and Rich. I'm so excited. Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> I'm so excited. Um, listen, this is the first episode of a brand new Twitch stream and podcast. So if there's technical difficulties, guess what? It's live, baby. We're doing it live. So here we go. This is it. It's happening. Welcome to Hot and Rich a show about celebrities. I'm your host, Kate Raft. Shout out to everybody who's joining us in the chat right now. I love you all. Wow, okay, let's do it, let's do it. Okay, we're doing it. Shout out to my producer, Jack. He's running the show from the other room. He's also my husband. And um, yeah, thanks everybody for being here. We are gonna do a show about celebrities three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And it's also going to be released as a podcast, okay? So if you are listening to this right now on a podcast, go ahead and throw us some reviews. I know you've only listened to a few seconds of the show, but just give it five stars anyway. Why not? Um, but also, you might be watching it live. You also might be watching it as a YouTube episode. Who knows? I don't know. I'm not here to tell you how to live your life. I'm just here to tell you that you can go to hotandrichshow.com for all of the links. If you want to send this show to someone else, if you want to remember how to watch it, go to hotandrichshow.com. It's right there. The link is right there. And if you are listening to the podcast, I'm pointing at the words that say hotandrichshow.com if you couldn't put that together. I mean, I'm here to help you. I'm here to help you. Oh my God. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. This is like a new show and it's live and I can't like edit it because this is raw baby it's raw and real and live oh my god I'm nervous okay I'm doing great though I'm killing it I'm killing it we have a lot to talk about so maybe we should just get into it um but yeah this is this is a baby show it's brand new it's a newborn um and speaking of hot and rich babies should we talk about xaea12 should we talk about XAEA12? Should we talk about XAEA12, our favorite hot and rich baby? You know him, you know him, you love him. He's, is it a boy? I actually forgot, but it's <laughs> Elon Musk and Grimes's baby. Look, there's a picture right there. Little tiny baby XAEA-12 looking into his father's beautiful eyes. His father is the weird guy elon musk who we all love to hate he is truly a strange human being and he and grimes named their baby xaea12 and guess what we now know the nickname we know the nickname it's x they're calling the baby x so if you're trying to remember the baby's name just try x because the baby goes by x um, so yeah, X is here, <laughs> which isn't like new news. I just, I really did just want to talk about, I wanted an excuse to talk about this because I took last week off. This is a brand new show. We've got to talk about the baby that changed the world, the baby that invented having numbers as a name. Um, and also apparently <laughs> Elon Musk and Grimes like aren't on the same page about how to pronounce it, which I love. This is so funny. Business Insider summed this up. They said, quote, Musk and Grimes have said they named the baby XAEA12 Musk, and the name has caused confusion over the course of the last week. The couple appears to differ in their pronunciation. Musk said last week on the Joe Rogan Experience podcast that the first part of the name is pronounced X-Ash, while Grimes said in an Instagram comment that it's pronounced X-A-I. 
Musk said A-12 stands for the type of CIA aircraft, which had the internal codename Archangel, end quote. Jack, you can throw that quote up on the screen there if you want. Um, but yeah, so they are, they pronounce it differently. Musk, Elon Musk is saying it's pronounced X-Ash. Grimes is saying it's X-A-I. My theory about all of this is that they, <laughs> like, did not talk in real life about this baby's name and they only texted about it or they only like, I don't know, do they, they don't text. They probably use like some app he invented just to text Grimes or something. But I do not think that they talked about this in person. I think they only texted about the baby's name, which is why, yeah, Signal. Thank you, Chill Future in the chat. They definitely talked about this on Signal, which is like some off the grid texting app or something. Um, and that's why they don't pronounce it the same way. Also, legally in California, they can't even have that name because you're not allowed to use numbers instead of letters, I think. So cool. Very, very cool. Um, very, very cool. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't love Elon Musk. Like, I definitely don't stand. And Grimes, like, I am kind of neutral on Grimes. I don't have, like, a lot of strong feelings about her. But I am inspired by this baby name. Like, I think it's a really good baby name. I, I know a lot of people are making fun of it, but I like that it thinks outside the box, you know? Like, it's different. It's cool. I like naming it after a plane. Like, they named it after their favorite aircraft. I want to name my future baby after an appliance I use all the time. I mean, I'm not rich enough to have an airplane, but I do use my microwave all the time. So I think maybe I'm going to name my baby Frigidaire FMV157GC. That's kind of a chic name, don't you think? Jack, should we have a child and name it Frigidaire FMV157GC? No. Jack said no. Okay. Fine. Whatever, douche. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay, cool. Well... I guess I'll scratch that plan. I was going to do that, but I guess I'll keep my IUD in for an, for another few years. Okay, I, I can't I can't talk about Elon Musk or Grimes anymore. Every time I talk about them, I die one year sooner, <laughs> so I literally have to stop. I'm aging rapidly. I've got to stop talking about them. Uh, you know what? Let's do a roundup of today's hot seconds yeah oh we're gonna do some hot seconds yeah not hot firsts but hot seconds whoa, whoa oh yeah hot seconds <laughs> i made that song up because um i didn't have time to like come up with anything so i'm doing it live i was gonna like pre-record like some jingles for the show and stuff but that's not happening anymore that's it's all happening live all right so hot seconds is the part of the show where i talk about things that i want to talk about but i don't necessarily want to do a deep dive on them so we're just going to talk about it for a hot second get it hot second am i rushing am i going too fast i feel like i'm going too fast <laughs> Jack said yes. Jack said I'm going too fast. Okay, I'm going to take a sip of water really slowly, and you're all going to have to watch and just really take a second to breathe with me. Okay, great. Let me take one more sip. Let me take one more sip. Oh, yeah. That was great. That was so great. We got to do that every show. We got to take a sip break where we take hot sips. All right. <laughs> All right, let's do hot seconds. I feel like you got to take a water break. An important part of being hot is quenching your thirst. 
All right, let's do it. These are the topics that we're going to talk about for a hot second. First up is banana. Okay, you know I love banana. That's Ben Affleck and Ana de Armas. We love them. We stan. Um, of course, you all know they take a mandatory paparazzi walk every single day, especially because this is the only way to get press right now during coronavirus times. So, of course, they went out this weekend and uh, took a walk. Love it. Love it. And I think I think I have an announcement to make about Banana. At first, I thought this couple, they're not the real deal. They're fake. They're just together for publicity. Okay, she was literally caught calling the paparazzi on herself and they both have big movies that they're in the middle of promoting so it actually would make sense that they are together to promote their movies and not because they're actually in love some would say this is a purely fictional relationship set up by publicists so that they could repair and improve each other's images and I thought that too I thought that for a while but then Something happened. Something happened that changed my mind. I saw this picture. Look at this. Do you see this photo? Okay, for the podcast listeners, let me describe it for you. It's Ben Affleck, Ana de Armas. They're on a walk. They're both wearing masks. We stand to safe kings and queens. And look at what's around their neck. Look at their necklaces. Okay, let me describe this for you. It's like a 90s broken heart like friendship necklace and if you put it together it makes a whole heart do you remember these like I feel like I was a child in the 90s and I had these with like all of my friends it's like a heart it says like it probably says like I love and then you on the other one and you break them in half but when you put them together it's beautiful and I saw this and I was like this is real. Like this love is real. You don't just buy half of a broken heart necklace for someone unless you really love them. Right? Like I remember the day I fell in love with my husband, Jack, he got down on one knee and he pulled out a little box and it had a shitty little silver half broken heart in it. And I said, is that for me? And he pointed to his chest and he had one on and when you put them together, it made a full heart. And that's when I knew I was in love. And that's how I know Ben Affleck and Ana de Armas have very real love. This is real love, okay? This is very real. And I actually just got chills. Whew, I just got chills thinking about how much Ben Affleck and Ana de Armas love each other. I mean, there's no other explanation for why they have these necklaces that when you put them together, create a heart. To me, that's love. And also, sidebar, I just got to shout out my favorite Stan account, Armas Updates, okay? Because this is how I found out about it. If you love Ben Affleck and Ana de Armas as much as I do, you got to follow at Armas Updates. They famously got blocked by Ana de Armas for making a joke about how they were, you know, quarantine, not quarantining and taking walks. Ugh, we stan. We stan Armas Updates. We stan. We stan. Okay. Um, let's go to our next hot second. It's about our girl, OJ. You know, our favorite girl, OJ. We love her so much. Olivia Jade. She <laughs> got into USC for the crew team. She's our favorite crew rower. 
Olivia Jade. Um, yesterday was Mother's Day, and she wrote such a sweet post for her mom. Uh, her mom is famously Lori Laughlin from Full House and Fuller House, and she did the scam to get her daughter into USC. She loves her daughter so much that she did crimes, okay? That's a good mom. Okay, you wish your mom did crimes for you. You wish your mom <laughs> bribed the athletic department through Rick Singer, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Anyway, I guess they're not fighting anymore. OJ has forgiven her mom for doing crimes on her behalf. <laughs> and she wrote a very sweet Mother's Day post. OJ wrote, quote, Happy Mother's Day to all the mamas out there. Thank God for mine. White heart emoji, white heart emoji, white heart emoji, white heart emoji. You are my best friend and have held my hand every day for 20 years, making it look like motherhood is an easy job. You are one of a kind. I love you so, so, so much and cannot wait to give you all the love in the world today and forever. Thank you for being you. You are the most special person to me. I am so blessed to be your daughter and so proud to call you mom. Heart emoji. I love you. End quote. Okay, that's great. I love it. And at first when I read that, I thought, God, that's so sweet. That is a really just genuinely sweet Mother's Day post. But then I took a closer look and actually analyzed the post. And I realized that this is not just a normal Mother's Day post. OJ is leaving us a clue about her mom's upcoming court case for the college admission scandal. Look at this. I studied this for hours and i found that if you break it down and take the letters apart she's saying mama's guilty mama's guilty bitch oj told us oj said it she basically screamed it at us she said mama's guilty Okay, if you're listening to the podcast version of the show, hey Jack, throw that back up for one more second. If you're listening to the podcast version of the show, I I have highlighted certain letters that if you break it down, spell out mama's guilty. I'm gonna throw this on the Instagram. Don't worry, guys. You'll get this picture. Do not worry. <sighs> you know, I knew Olivia Jade was smart. I knew she would eventually throw her mom under the bus and and get her to serve some time for those crimes. God, we stand. We stand Olivia Jade. We love Olivia Jade. We love. Okay. Um, now it's time for <laughs> my favorite segment of the show. This is going to, we're probably going to do this every episode. So let's just get it out of the way, right? This is a segment I like to call Are Zach Braff and Florence Pugh Still Together? Yes, they are. They're still together. They're still a couple. Uh, you know, I don't love it, but I support her, <laughs> you know, it's hard for me cause I don't love Zach Braff, but I do think Florence Pugh is like the best actress of our time. She literally invented flowers when she did Midsommar. So I stand their relationship. I ship them. I support them. Whatever you want. Florence, I'll do whatever you tell me to do. I will support this relationship every day that they're still together, which is why I'm going to update you guys every time I do the show, just if in case you forgot or in case you don't know, I'm just going to check in every episode. We're going to see 
<laughs> are Florence Pugh and Zach Braff still together today? Yes, they are. How do we know? Well, she hinted at him in her interview with Elle. She talked about how everyone posted mean comments on her Instagram about how they don't like that she's dating Zach Braff. And she was, of course, as you all remember, forced to respond. And she made a video defending their love. <laughs> I love how she refers to Zach Braff in this L profile. <laughs> she said, quote, I don't want to talk about it because it's not something I want to highlight. But my point to all this is that isn't it odd that a stranger can totally tear apart someone's relationship and it's allowed? End quote. So, you know, she referred to Zach as something she doesn't want to talk about because it's not something she wants to highlight. And I support her. I think it's smart for her not to, like, highlight Zach Braff because he did beat up a child on Punked and they had to, like, get rid of the footage. Right? Isn't that true? Back me up on this. <laughs> Google Zach Braff Punked and you'll know what I'm talking about. He beat up, like, a 12-year-old <laughs> on Punked. He didn't know he was being filmed. He literally beat up a 12-year-old. Okay. Uh, anyway, I support their relationship. I love them. I stand. I love this couple so much. They're such a good couple. And I'm back to talk about our main topics. We're going to really get into these, sink our little teeth into them. Okay. Uh, this first one is definitely the biggest story of the day. Uh, everybody's talking about this. We have to get into it. It's a classic, a classic hot and rich feud. Everyone involved is hot and rich. We, we love a hot and rich feud, okay? It's what keeps us going in life. So um, this is about, of course, Chrissy Teigen and Allison Roman. Allison Roman is a famous chef who I haven't really heard of until this feud started, but I guess she's like a thing. Um, she started this feud with Chrissy Teigen when she did an interview and like publicly dragged Chrissy, also Marie Kondo, for having product lines. Allison Roman was also kind of racist. I think she like did a racist impression of Marie Kondo or something. And we don't love that. And I'm not going to quote it because you could just Google it. I don't need to repeat racist things on my stream. That's not what I do. Anyway, so yeah, they're all bad. <laughs> Everyone's a villain in this story, which I love. That makes for great hot and rich content. Um, but yeah, so here's what happened. Alice Roman did this interview and she, wrote, she said this quote about Chrissy Teigen. I'm going to read the quote to you. And I quote, what Chrissy Teigen has done is so crazy to me. She had a successful cookbook and then it was like, boom, line at Target. Boom. Now she has an Instagram page that has over a million followers where it's just like people running a content farm for her. That horrifies me and it's not something that I ever want to do. I don't aspire to that. End quote. Okay, so yeah, that's basically like the thing that upset Chrissy Teigen the most <laughs> Chrissy Teigen responded and was like I'm so hurt she was basically like how dare you criticize me for making millions of dollars from a target deal okay I'm not I'm not just a content farm I'm like a mom and pop like mar farmer's market that just happens to accidentally manufacture kitchenware for a national chain okay why are you taking food out of my 
little babies' mouths. We're going to have to sell the Malibu house. Okay, they don't actually have a Malibu house that they own, but they are renting one. Anyway, um, uh, she didn't actually say that. Chrissy Teigen actually said, quote, this is a huge bummer and hit me hard. I have made her recipes for years now, bought the cookbooks, supported her on social, and praised her in interviews. I even signed on to executive produce the very show she talks about doing in this article, end quote. Then she did a whole thread about how bummed she was that Allison was dragging her publicly, and she got kind of like a lot of sympathy and support at first, but then obviously the internet turned on Chrissy Teigen because she's said some really messed up stuff online and people like, you know, dragged it back up and were like, wait, who are you to like talk about, you know, people being mean online when you've said something like Lindsay Lohan, making a joke about Lindsay Lohan cutting herself. Look at that. Lindsay adds a few more slits to her wrists when she sees Emma Stone, like not cool. What the hell? Chrissy Teigen, do not say that to our queen, Lindsay Lohan. That is so, and just, you know, that's terrible. I don't have to explain it to you. You all know that you don't, that's bad. Bad Chrissy Teigen. Bad. I don't even care that it's from 2011. Bad. Don't do that. That's like when Lindsay Lohan was like at her most vulnerable. Why would you do that to Lilo? Ugh. Thank God Lilo is stronger and is gonna give us an album this summer that's gonna change the world anyway <laughs> she also tweeted about purposefully not cleaning up her dog's shit so that the maid could do it look at this putty pooped on the rug again wet i'm gonna leave it go to bed and when the maid comes up in the a.m i will pretend to start to clean it jesus christ what a like what don't be this way don't be this way Rich people, you can do that without tweeting about it. <laughs> what is wrong with you, Chrissy Teigen? Like, just take the money and not tweet about how you're like the yes, the queen of Versailles. Horrible. There's just dog shit all over her house when the maid's off duty. Yikes. Yikes. I mean, yikes. <laughs> I mean, no one likes cleaning up dog shit, but don't tweet about it. And also don't do it. Be nicer to your maid. <laughs> yeah, so I'm annoyed. I'm annoyed about all of this. I'm annoyed at everybody involved in the feud. I'm annoyed with Allison Roman for multiple reasons. First of all, it seems like she has this weird thing with being racist to Asian women, which is obviously not okay. Oh, no, they didn't have some tea about this. They got a scoop writing, quote, GQ writer Mari Uyahara said Allison has long had the reputation of being, quote, the most toxic person in food media and acting weirdly toward Asian women, end quote. So there you go. Allison Roman is apparently a messy bitch who loves drama. OK, which is that's why this whole thing is fun. It's fun when we have a messy little feud like this. The best part is Chrissy Teigen like locked her account. She has 12 point something million followers, but she's like, I'm going to go in private because like <laughs> that means anything at all. <laughs> By the way, if anybody wants to know what's on Chrissy Teigen's Twitter, I will send you any screenshots you want because she hasn't blocked me yet. Speaking of which, I'm annoyed with Allison Roman for stealing my thing. OK, I am famously in a public feud for clout with Chrissy Teigen. Okay, I invented starting a feud with Chrissy Teigen to raise my clout 
okay? No one heard about Alison Roman until she got in a cloud with Chrissy Teigen, and that was something I was trying to do, okay? If you don't know about this, a couple months ago on my old podcast, I said, I need more followers. I need to be more famous, so I need to start a feud with a celebrity, and I decided, based on, you know, people voting, that I would feud with Chrissy Teigen. She's a great person to feud with. Apparently, Allison Roman got the clout before I did. So great. She's still my thing. Do I have to pick a different celebrity to be in a very public feud for clout with? I guess I do. I guess I do. I'm annoyed. I'm annoyed. That was going to be my thing. I was going to have such better, like, shit talking, too. I was going to do a better job of it. Ugh. Fine. Should we go to our next topic? Should we just do the next topic? Let's do the next topic. All right. We're going to talk about Kylie Jenner's shady real estate. Okay. Ah, I have so many feelings about this. Okay. So as you all know, you all know this, right? Kylie Jenner, she bought a $36.5 million house in the middle of a pandemic because why not? What else is she doing? She's bored. The news broke and it seemed like based on her Instagram stories that she moved into the house right away. Like she didn't even wait like a second. It was like, I saw the headline and then suddenly she was like, you know, doing TikToks with Stassi baby in the house that she had just bought. She kept all the staging furniture. She didn't even move like family photos. I mean, she just jumped right into the house and this ticked off some red flags for me. I talked about this a little bit to, uh, on Ground Game LA's stream last week, but or a couple weeks ago, but yeah. So I I was like, this is weird. Like, why is she doing this? Like, first of all, the house is in Holmby Hills, and if you don't know where that is, it's a neighborhood in the hills, close to Bel Air in LA, and it's actually like right by where the Playboy Mansion used to be. Um, so I was like, first of all, that's weird because Kylie would never leave Calabasas. Like, if you know Kylie, like I know Kylie. And I really know Kylie, okay? She doesn't leave Calabasas. She, like, barely leaves Calabasas, like, for someone who's paying her millions of dollars. So she's not going to leave Calabasas unless she's getting a big paycheck. The woman didn't leave for, like, her entire pregnancy. And why would she? She's got a great house in Calabasas. Her family's all there. She's got her own spa. She's got her own, you know, bunker with a bunch of bunk beds and stuff. Anyway, so yeah, Kylie does not leave Calabasas. So I thought this was fishy. I thought she was going to flip the house or maybe she was like getting a cut of the real estate deal and she only fake bought the house because this house doesn't make any sense. First of all, they knocked the price down by $10 million and before she bought it, which is like, that's a lot of money to shave off. Like for, I mean, right? $10 million is not like small potatoes. That's like a big price cut. And also, it's a bad house. Like, it's it's an ugly house. Let's look at the house. Let's pull up the pictures of the house. It's not cute, okay? It does not seem like it's worth $36 million, which is the sale price. That's after they chopped off $10 million. This house has no view. The pool sucks. The pool's, like, right in the middle of the house. The pool looks like shit. This I I have vomited into like alleyways that look better than this pool. This pool is ugly. It makes no sense. 
It's an it's like there's no view. It's an infinity pool, but there's no view. You can't see any nature. You can't see any skyline. It's literally like it could be anywhere, but it's like in the hills. Can you imagine living in the hills for thirty five million dollars and having no view, not even of like a, a hillside? I get if you want privacy, but like no nature at all. Like it looks like kind of a prison. Like it's horrible. It's got that thing with like the squares and the grass. Like, why do they do that? I don't know. It's very concrete vibes. The interior is very drab and gray. It's just an ugly house. Like, it's, listen, would I live there? Absolutely. But I wouldn't pay more than like $3,000 a month for rent. It's just not that nice. It sucks. I hate this house. I'm in a very public feud with this house. I think this house is ugly. It's not worth $36.5 million. Which brings me to my theory that I proposed a few weeks ago that I thought Kylie was fake moving into this house so that she could post hot Instagram pics in it and then flip it. Okay, this isn't the first time the Kardashians have had like weird real estate deals like Kim Kardashian famously sold her Bel Air house to some like singer songwriter and shaved off like 10 million dollars or something in exchange for like some Instagram posts with that person like the Kardashians do weird things with real estate in exchange for like you know their social media presences and stuff like that um and then I found out this theory of mine is maybe true okay because my friend Molly Lambert who's actually she's going to be a guest on the show on Wednesday so tune back in on Wednesday to see Molly but um, she sent me this link earlier today on Crazy Days and Nights, which is a blind items website. Blind items are, of course, like unconfirmed celebrity gossip stories where they don't name names, but they like hint at who it's about. So here is the quote from the Crazy Days and Night article. They wrote, quote, there was a hugely publicized purchase as of late by the A-list reality star with a lucrative side gig. Not so fast. The listing agent is the wife of the developer. There were no other brokers involved. There has been no change of owner on the title. And no, it is not because of reduced staffing levels. There is, however, a new private money loan of $7.5 million attached to the property. The reality star wouldn't need that kind of loan to buy the house. The developer took the loan from the reality star to float the project that won't sell. No view and one palm tree. Meanwhile, the reality star gets to take a lot of selfies there and gets a big payday if the home sells. What about those usury laws? Has she looked into them? I hope so. End quote. So, yeah, I think I was right about this. <laughs> I have, like, you know what? I'm a genius. I'm a Kardashian genius. I knew it. I smelled something fishy was up. Something was going on. Kylie Jenner doesn't live in this house. I don't even think she's slept one night there. I think she just goes there to use the pool and take pictures of it and she goes back to Calabasas. Like, I don't think she's even slept there. Um, like, it's just, it's fishy. I don't know what usury laws means. I think it, I, I should probably have Googled that, but if you're a lawyer and you're in the chat, tell me what usury laws means. I have no idea. Um, but yeah, Us usury? What does it mean? Jack, Google it. The illegal action of lending money at the high rate of interest. That's what Jack just yelled at me from the other room. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like, this should be legal. Like, this is not, 
like this is bad like this is not does not seem like normal or legit in any way this is like some mobster shit kylie what are you doing <laughs> okay uh all right let's do my final topic of the day um this is a sad announcement from Kourtney Kardashian. Um, I don't know if you guys watched the most recent episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians on E!, but I did so that you don't have to. And I noticed something happened in the episode that was like actually like truly heartbreaking. And I didn't see anybody writing any articles about it. I It totally like fell through the cracks. So I, I we have to talk about it here on my show. Um, let me back up a little bit. You guys know how, like, in Sex and the City, they say that New York City is the fifth main character of the show. Well, as you all know, on Keeping Up with the Kardashians, Courtney's salad bowl, the big plastic to-go salad bowl, I always say is, like, the fifth main character of the show, okay? <laughs> and, and on Saturday, the mid-season finale of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, we found out that Courtney isn't eating out of plastic salad bowls anymore. She announced on the show, devastatingly, that she forced her favorite salad store to switch to cardboard bowls. And I'm actually getting, like, really emotional talking about it. Because, like, it's just... Those plastic salad bowls were, like, such a big part of my life. Like, those plastic to-go salad bowls, like, taught me that it was, like, okay to be me. Like, I'm kind of a big plastic salad bowl. So in honor of our favorite unspoken character from Keeping Up with the Kardashians, the big plastic salad bowl, um, I edited together like a little tribute video. So here it is. I'm just going to present it without commentary. Did you guys know I refused to get health nut until they changed to plastic and they are changing. Oh, they are? Mm -hmm. Changing what to plastic? I'm going to no plastic. They're bowls. Ugh, those nasty paper bowls, it'll never be the same. Well, pick your battles. Do you want a planet to live on for your kids? Or do you want to eat out of a plastic bowl? I'm sorry. I'm just so upset. <laughs> I can't believe they aren't gonna use plastic to go salad bowls. I'm not okay. I'm really not okay. Listen, I get it. I I get it. Plastic is not good for the environment. It's bad. And and we should all stop using plastic. But I just thought if if there was one constant in this world, it would be that Courtney was always gonna have her salad in a big plastic bowl that she threw away in the trash. <sighs> and listen. Sure, this is a win for environmentalism, but there's a real human cost to this sort of thing. And most people don't know this, but Kourtney Kardashian actually has single-handedly been keeping the giant plastic salad industry afloat for the past 12 years. And, and so to honor that legacy, I'd like to bring on our guest. This is the man who invented the giant plastic salad bowl. Okay, let's let's all give a hot and rich welcome to Giuseppe Sarducci, owner and operator of Big Plastic Bowls for the Salad Co. Giuseppe, thank you so much 
for being on the show. Um, You're so welcome. Thank you. Thank you. And bonjour, everyone. Thank you for having me on the show, Kate. You are bellissima. You're lovely. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here. And I know this is a tough time for everybody right now in the world, but um, especially you, because um, I'm I'm to under, I'm un, I. I'm under the impression that your business has suffered a lot since Kourtney Kardashian oh. made you uh, discontinued using plastic salad bowls. Why? Why do? Uh, why does uh, the Kardashian hate me so much? Why does she want my family to suffer, especially during this pandemic? Is it doesn't make sense? Uh, you know, I, I so I thank you for letting me come on to speak. But you know, I, I came to this country to start a, a life for myself and my family, you know, with this this company that my, my named after my wife, um, uh, uh, Big Plastic Bowls. Your wife's name for is... For the salad. Your wife's name is Big Plastic Bowls for the salad? No, 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 no. That would be a long name, Kate. No, that... You're very funny. You're very funny. No, no, no. <laughs> That's not her name. She come up with the name and then she died. So this is the way I, uh, you know, give something back to her. She she came up with the name before we voyage to America. Oh, oh, she came up with the name and then she died. Yes, we we on our voyage on our voyage to America. Um, she died. Um, she get hit in the back of the head with the drink cart. Um, as we can see, the Statue of Liberty. She got hit with the drink cart, and eight hours later. She died. It's wait. like a Natasha uh, Richardson, I believe. Same thing. Terrible, terrible tragedy. Wait, I don't think Natasha Richardson died by getting a drink cart to the head. No, no, no. She she gets she get a knock in the head and then, you know, it's, it's terrible. Oh, my God. Wow. I mean... My, my heart to go out to Liam Neeson. That's Same, like in a boat. I, so I wanted to know, um, how did you come up with the idea for the big plastic salad bowl? That's sort of like um, you, what you're famous for inventing. Well, yes. Uh, again, I, I credit my wife. She she was wonderful. She uh, she says, um, you know, one day you and I will get married, have a family, go to America, and make big plastic bowl for for women to eat the salad out of. And I say, uh, mi amore, they they already exist the plastic bowl for a salad. And she goes, no, no, no. I have idea, my love. I eat bigger. I this was the woman I had to spend the rest of my life with, such a visionary and, and so beautiful. Uh, and now I have nothing. Why Why does a Kardashian hate my dead wife so much? Why, I mean, why does she want my dead wife to suffer more? I don't think Courtney maybe knows about your wife, but, you know, she definitely stopped using the big plastic salad bowls that you invented. So are you shutting down your business? Are you guys out of business? Yes, I mean we have to. Uh, very briefly, I I, I try uh, to to put 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 the metal metal in in the machine that make the ball, and I burn my hand. Oh no! It 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 stays hot for so long. Look, it's burned all over because I stick it in and roll it around, and oh, it oh, oh it still sting. That's oh, horrible. You don't know how much it hurt. That looks painful. It's very painful. So, now, so you tried to do metal bowls, but they burned your hand. Yes, it does not work in the machine. Do you understand? They don't work I, anymore. I mean, why, why does Kardashian want me to burn my hand so badly? You know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. You should, you should write them a letter. 
I, I would, but I burn out the hand. I ran. Oh, that's you can't write. Come out all backwards and like a child scroll. She not take that serious. How can you take that serious? No, you can't. That's it's not yeah. fair. That's not, not good. To her, not that's to not me. good penmanship. No, no, no. My mother raised me better. Do you have a message for Courtney Kardashian at this time? Anything you want to say to her publicly while I have you on the air? Yes, thank you. Thank you for giving me this forum to speak. This is so hard. Uh, again, uh, my company, Big Plastic Balls, for the salad, not many people follow on a social media. So this is a very big, como se dice, bump. Uh, how you say bump in, um, in English? Doesn't uh, matter. But uh, one thing same. I have to say is... Um, uh, uh, Mr. Kardashian, my my family, she suffer now. We have no money. My son say he will get on the computer to dance with his shirt off for uh, uh, tokens or something. Uh, please, uh, Mrs. Kardashian, don't let my son dance on the the camera for for strangers to throw coins at does him. Your, does your son have like an OnlyFans or something? I, 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 I bless you, Kate. I have no idea right. what that is. Yeah, uh, the yeah, fact yeah. he set up this, this is his setup, actually. There is a many a trapeze and uh, some posters which were not appropriate, I thought, for this interview. I covered. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you. Because this is a very um, appropriate and modest show. We would never, we wouldn't want to see a trapeze or anything like that. No, no, no. I mean, my, my, my cousin, he grew up in the circus, but that is not what my son put them in for, I don't think. What is your son like? So he does like circus, circ style, like erotic uh, live streaming or something? That all sounds very unfamiliar. All of those words all mushed together like that. Ah. Right. Uh, so um, ah, I sting every time. Um, but it, it, I, maybe that is what you do. Uh, sometimes I hear a lot of a music and a weird sound effect that okay. go over and over and over. Cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. Sorry, I want to just get back to the Kardashians for a second. Do you watch the show? Did you see her eating the salads on the show? Did you get, like, some fame and fortune from that? Oh, oh yes. Are you kidding me? I, I, was, I was able uh, uh, to fix my boat with the money we originally got from them eating so many, many salads out of my many, many pl big plastic bowls for the salad. So you, so you have the boat still, you could sell that. No, it is a toy boat. It is a small boat that I brought over from Napoli when I was a child. Okay. Um, uh, and unfortunately the drink cart punched a hole in it when it hit my wife. Okay. Wow. So you're having a rough time, Giuseppe. I'm so sorry. Yes, and and we we do not fly Alitalia anymore. That's that's one thing I know. You know, I know not to do that. Yeah, I mean, I I wouldn't fly right now in general. Personally. No, we don't have the money, Kate. Yeah, no money to I go know. anywhere, not to see my my mama back in Napoli. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I send you the best of luck. Hopefully another reality show can can pick up where the Kardashians left off. Maybe, uh, I don't know, um, maybe like Love is Blind season two. They could start having big plastic salad bowls on that show. Maybe that could be that could be an in for you. You could hit hit them up. That, that would be very nice. Yeah. I, I, I send my plastic balls uh, to, to everyone uh, and I don't uh, hear much back. I mean, I wish bones. 
was still on. They were the only one who responded. The show. Uh, yes. Yeah. They were good for Bones. All right. Well, but, hey, uh, you know, let's all pray uh, for Giuseppe to get a reboot of Bones so that he can get the salad bowls uh, somewhere else. Giuseppe, I'm going to say goodbye now. Thank you so much for being here. Sorry about the hand. Sorry about the hand. It's all right. It will heal eventually, but we have no health insurance. So right. I just spit on it and wrap it in a dirty sheet. That's good enough. That's good enough. <laughs> that's what we all have to do. Now, that's, what all, that's, what I, that's what we all have to do. That's what we all have to do. All right. Grazie. Well, support your local mom and pop big plastic salad bowl maker. Thank you. Goodbye, Giuseppe. Goodbye. I'll, I'll pray for Ciao. you. I'll... Ciao. Ciao, Kate. Molto bene. bene. Thoughts and prayers. Bellissima. Thoughts and prayers. All right, everybody. That was so great. Thank you so much, Giuseppe, for being here, the inventor of the big plastic salad bowl. Um, <laughs> listen, that's our show. That's our first episode. We're done. It's five o'clock. That's our hour. Uh, I want to just thank you all for tuning in. I know we had a little technical difficulties along the way, but I think ultimately it was a good show. Um, we'll be back on Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time. We're going to be back on Friday as well. Wednesday's show, we're going to have Molly Lambert on as a guest. It's going to be awesome. Uh, so tune in for that. And then this will be uploaded as a podcast tomorrow and as a YouTube show. So, Hey, thanks for tuning in. I love you all. Uh, you know, go and tell your friends to check out this show, hotandrichshow.com. Follow us at hot and rich show. Um, subscribe to the channel and tune back in. Uh, I love you so much. And, uh, you're all my daughters, all of you kiss, kiss, stay hot and stay rich, baby. I'm so fucking rich and hot. I'm so.